Hi, welcome to Empty Your Queue. Uh, my name is Dustin, and with me today is Katarina. Hello, guys. And tonight we are talking about uh, Hocus Pocus, what I thought was a Disney Channel original movie for years. <laughs> I did not know that this was like a, a legit movie. I thought it was just, yeah, a Disney movie for years. Oh, really? And Yeah. I mean, it is a Disney movie. Right, but I thought it was like disney channel original with like the ones we were scrolling through tonight like the mom's got a date with the vampire and oh, don't look under the bed and stuff gotcha. so like for the longest time i didn't grasp that this was an actual like in theater movie hmm. i don't know why either because it's like watching it now it's full of people i recognize mm-hmm. obviously and mm-hmm. it's just like huh so so why don't you go in a little bit on what it's about because i know this is like like you said one of your favorite halloween time i, I feel like I, it's a classic so it's hard for me to be like, you don't know Hocus Pocus. <laughs> right. Um, so essentially it takes place in the town of Salem. Um, what was then modern day. <laughs> um, I don't even know exactly when it took place. It was uh, 1993. Oh, okay. Yeah. So early 90s. Um, so then modern day. And uh, essentially this kid and his family, he's in high school. He has a younger sister. They just move in to a new house in Salem, and uh, it takes place on Halloween. Um, And there's this rumor of these three witches called the Sanderson sisters. Uh, And there is a almost like a tall tale, legend, you know, what have you. Yeah, it's like the scary story for the town. Yeah. Um, and pretty much everybody that lives there who's grown up there in Salem is like, no, it's real. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, this is totally real. And the kid who's moved from L.A. is like, that's bogus. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, which, witches are not real. Which is very fair. I was thinking about that while we were watching it tonight. I was like, it's got to be hard. Like, what job did that family get to be like, let's justify moving from California to Salem, Massachusetts? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I to, guess. to pack up the whole family. Like, if. Yeah. If I came to you and was like, hey, Salem, Massachusetts, there's a company that wants to buy, that wants to buy a Brew and pay us to do podcasts, but we have to live in Salem. Uh, yeah. You're, I mean. It's a tough sell. I guess it would depend on how much money you were making. That's I don't what know. I'm saying. Like the, <laughs> if it was the dad or the mom, whoever it was, I hope it was a, a gigantic yeah, deal. that's fair. That's true. I could see that. Guys. It's also weird because like the entire family was like psyched to live in salem except this kid yeah true max is like are you kidding me i want to go home and they're like we're home and he's like no yeah um but so essentially yeah so there's this tale that if um the sanderson sisters who were killed like they were hung back like in colonial times right salem witch trial times yeah, yeah exactly um is that they would come back to life if a virgin lit the black flame candle, essentially. And so that's basically what happens. And so they come back and they get their youth and their power and strength, essentially, from draining children, young children. Right. Um, of their youth and life. Uh, essentially um and so it it follows them as they i don't want to give it away in case for whatever reason you haven't seen this movie which would blow my mind but uh (laughs) 
yeah so it yeah it turns into like a, a thereafter the kids that woke them up they want to they want to get their powers or like cement their yeah because they only have i guess once the black flame candle is lit they only have the 24 hours or like the 12 hours until the sun rises on the next day after halloween um to be able to then it like it kind of what Dustin was saying, secure their powers, like steal life from a child. Um, <laughs> right, and to, then they're good for immortality. I don't, I don't know if they're the, good for immortality or if they're just like they just keep having to like steal. They don't go into it. They, yeah, I think she's <laughs> mentioned something. So here's the point where we should mention the three actresses that they got to play the witches. So it's uh, Bette it's, Midler. It's yeah, it's. Kathy Najimy, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Bette Midler. And Bette Midler, all of them really are just going for it. Mm-hmm. But Bette Midler in this movie is like, I don't even know how to describe the overacting and going for it that she is doing. It's not even overacting. It's just like full into this character. And I read something too. I was looking up like notes and stuff really quick. And there was something that said that she'll tell people this is her favorite thing she's ever done. Well, it looks like it was tons and tons of fun. It does look like it was probably a lot of fun, but it's just crazy. Yeah, because it is it is it has become such a popular thing. And I wonder if that plays a part in being like, you know, that was really fun. Like if this movie right. came out and flopped and no one watched it now. Right. She'd, she'd probably be, be like, like it was I made fun. a fool of myself and nobody I threw enjoyed those it. stupid teeth in and I, I snuck around. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you'd said before too that this is like a classic, yeah. And to me, growing up, like I've seen it a couple times, but I, it wasn't like a staple in my house. So I'm just curious, like what what makes it a classic to you? Like what are the? I don't I don't know. Like, I mean, even tonight as we were like rewatching it, my mom walked in and she goes, "Oh my gosh, I love this movie!" And she just starts cracking up at, at the part, um, the witches are are going to ride a bus and they're like what is this contraption he called he the bus driver's like well i call it a bus the, but you like, can call it whatever you want or some, something like that the super pervy bus driver yeah exactly uh and uh, my mom's just cracking up she's like oh my gosh i love this movie i forgot how much i love this movie you know she, mm-hmm. she's just like going off on it and i don't know it's not like we had a tradition of like watching it every year or anything like that but i just remember like when it would come on disney channel when i was younger just watching it and just like enjoying it fully like Mm -hmm. it was just such a fun movie to watch and like my mom enjoyed it and like it was just something that we always enjoyed as a family that's when it would come on and like thinking about it there's not especially in the early 90s when this came out Mm -hmm. there wasn't a lot of like family-oriented horror halloween themed movies not that this is a horror but i mean like just in general just in general like halloween things like it it's skewed towards more intense and towards like even like pg-13 r stuff like i think i can't really think of too many say that it's intense no no i'm not saying this is intense i'm saying like that's what you just said no i said the things that were coming out skewed more intense like this is kind of a more family oriented approach and like movies like this weren't the commonplace then you know what i mean I, I can see that. And, like, obviously now it's it's gotten, there's way more options and stuff. So I think that might be, because th- it's, like... I mean, even now I, I would say that there's not, like... 
Yeah, that's true. Besides, like, you know, like, there's not a ton of... We have a bunch of family-themed... Like, scary like, movies or family movies. Not even movie. scary yeah. movies. It's, it doesn't have to be scary to be Halloween. That is true. I don't... Like, you have this set in your mind <laughs> that it has block, to be yeah. a <laughs> scary movie, and it's well, like, not. The ones that come to mind are, like, cartoons. Like, I think of, like, Corpse right. Bride, and I think of Frankenweenie. Again, see? There you go. Scary movies. You say cartoons, I think... Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. <laughs> I think uh, Monster House. No, see, you. why Coraline. you go to scary movies? They're not scary, but they're family movies. They are scary movies. They're family movies. I could not watch Coraline as a kid. And do you know how many of my friends are like, no, Coraline messed me up as a kid? Because it's not a, it's not a, like a, yeah, that's a great movie. What a heartwarming, family-friendly movie. It's some dark, it's Halloween, man. I don't know what to tell you. It's the dark stuff. Dark is equivalent to scary. Like, that's pretty, like, that's pretty up there. Okay, that's fair. It's not the same as, man, we just had a happy ending with Hocus Pocus. Or, man, Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Like, no, not the same thing in any way, shape, or form. That's fair. I'm just saying, like, but those are considered family movies for Halloween time. Now. And so it's just, it's interesting to see, because, like, stuff like this just does not come out anymore. Right. Which, apparently, they're working on a sequel. For Hocus Pocus, for Hocus I know. For Hocus Pocus, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if there's a trailer out or not. No, I think everything got pushed back. Okay, yeah, I'd heard that they had a teaser poster, which I'd seen the teaser poster, and mm-hmm. it looks like um, it's Winifred Sanderson, who is Bette Midler, mm-hmm. um, and she, it looks like she's come out of like a sewer almost, and she's standing in the middle of like a street, and it almost looks like a New York type street, because there's just buildings on either side of her, and it, like she's got like lightning coming out of her hands, it's pretty cool looking. I'm really wondering how they're going to do that, too. What do you mean? Just like justify them coming back yeah, because they like, exploded at the end of the movie sorry if you haven't seen it it's been since 1993 i don't know what to say yeah it's almost 30 years old now um, sorry, yeah guys. like i don't like i don't understand because like it was pretty definitive mm-hmm. and i mean i know you can bring you can bring characters back in anything i've seen right 14 friday the 13th movies and he comes back well, every I time mean, to be fair like the end of the movie they do show the book like with his eye like opening back up like the book is wild it's made from human flesh it's just got an eye in the middle of it yeah like it's that's a that's wild so i mean even back then in 1993 or whenever the movie itself was made because i know you said it's set in 1993 it was it was made in 1993 okay i wasn't sure if it was set and made at the same um but so what I was saying is at the end of the movie, th- even then, they were thinking ahead, like, well, let's leave it kind of open-ended here, Le- you know. Gotta try to make a sequel if we can. And I don't know if that, that was their train of thought, or if they were just trying to leave it like, ooh, the book. It's probably <laughs> you know? both, because I feel like making any movie, you're always like, how can I make a sequel to this? Yeah, that's like, true. You usually have to be pretty definitive mm-hmm. in, like hey, this is a one-and-done type thing. Like, yeah. Because now everyone wants sequels to everything. Yeah, basically. but again, that's that's now. That's decades after, and people weren't thinking like that then But, I either. mean, like, in 1994 or 95, I don't think anyone expected there to be two more Santa Claus movies with Tim Allen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, awesome. it ends pretty definitively. That's so, gonna be that's gonna be a great series once we go through that in Christmas time. Oh, Christmas movies, you guys are gonna be amazing. But so, anyways, spooky I, time. I, 
I have one thing that really stood out to me watching this. Okay. You took a note of it? I took I wanted I didn't want to forget, so I did. Okay. I took a note of it. Oh gosh. Um, okay. The bullies in this movie? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So they like make me cringe so is hard. It, is it just me or, or like bullies in kids' movies like a thousand times harsher than any other because like he take the so the the main kid in this movie Max takes his sister Danny trick or treating. Yes, it's like all she wanted was to go trick or treating, and mm-hmm. he's like, you know what, fine, whatever. And these bullies, like eight, like a gang of like eight kids, circle him and her, bully him, like hit him, knock him down, and take his take the candy in front of have, his little in sister. In front of his sister, call him a loser. Who's like seven? Call him a loser, like to his face. Then she says something to them to be like, get out of here, you you you, you jerks or something. I don't remember what it was. Wow, you're as like articulate as the seven year old. Yeah, I know. Probably less. <laughs> um, and they're like ready to bully the kid, like the little sister, and it, and then they leave eventually. And yeah. it's just like bullies in kids movies really went hard. Like I think but about like, like at the same time, I feel like bullies in real life don't care. They will literally like. You talking smack to me? I don't care if you're seven and you're a girl. Like, yeah, I hate when bullies I mean, ask me if I'm talking smack to them. You know what? No. <laughs> uh, no, it's just it's one of those things that I notice the more and more like old movies and shows I watch. Yeah, especially like I like as soon as Disney Plus launched, uh-huh. I I watched Brink, and like of course you did. Val in Brink is like straight evil. Like he almost kills the girl in the group he almost kills gabby because he throws a bunch of gravel in one of the tracks and she trips on it Dang. and she's all messed up and it's like whoa dude this has gotten a way more intense and like renee cartier and in motocrossed is like shoving the girl around like talking down to the whole family and it's just like these villains in these movies just take <laughs> such think, a jump up that's what they want you to feel is that these bullies are like villains like they don't want you to have sympathy for these kids well because yeah because later in this they the bullies get caught because they call the sanderson sisters like ugly and so they get taken and kidnapped and like put in cages like hansel and gretel style literally and they're like they see the kid the heroes later and the max help us please and they just straight leave them in the cages they're like we'll come back for you guys it's okay and there's never a point where you're like man that's cold you're like yeah no leave them it's it's totally okay yeah. I don't know. So the other thing too is you you mentioned that this is a pretty like like iconic movie mm-hmm. in terms of oh, like for what sure. it is. So what do you like what's the one thing that comes to your mind most when you think hocus pocus? Um a few things come to mind. Uh I would say Bette Midler just like her character in general is super iconic. I mean, really, all of the witches, ideally, mm-hmm. but, like, her character, I mean, you you get the, you know, the crazy lipstick and the right. teeth and the wig, like, the crazy hair. Um, the book is iconic, and I would say, like, a couple of lines mm-hmm. are super iconic, like, um, at the very beginning of the movie, um, Bette Midler goes, oh, look, another glorious morning makes me sick. <laughs> And then um, Sarah, who is played by Sarah Jessica Parker, mm-hmm. um, goes, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, when they're, like, looking for children, and she's like, all of these kids are running around, like, running amok, mm-hmm. and she's just like, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, because she's the airhead character. Right, she's, like, the dumb one. Yeah. Um, 
So, I mean, there's a couple things that just, like, people are like, oh, Hocus Pocus, that just, like, kind of come to mind immediately. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm with you on on one. I think the first thing I think of is Bette Midler's teeth. <laughs> like, the, specifically the teeth. I picture those teeth every time. And then uh, I picture Banks the cat. Mm-hmm. And what's funny about Banks the cat, and I looked it up, too, was that um, it's the same black cat like animatronic that they used for the 90s Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I was going to say, I think I've heard that, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty smart, I guess. Just mm-hmm. reuse it. And... But watching it, knowing that is so weird. Because you're like, oh, yeah. Because you wouldn't want to be like, oh, it's just a black cat. So, like, it's got to be the same thing. Mm. So, like, the fact that they would just reuse it is pretty funny. Like, I mean, whatever. <laughs> especially with how popular Hocus Pocus is. Like, did they think no one would notice or... Well, I mean, I think also it doesn't look exactly the same. That is true. It does look different. Between, like, the lighting and the way that the movement is, it looks like they probably made some adjustments to it a little (laughs) bit. Yeah, they probably learned. Technology (laughs) might have got a little bit better. And then the only other thing I saw that blew my mind was there was, we had a near miss here. This movie was almost even more iconic than it already is. How? Well... The first choice to play Max, the main character in this movie, mm-hmm. 1993, was Leonardo DiCaprio. Wow. And he said no, so he could go make What's Eating Gilbert Grape and get nominated wow. for an Oscar. So I feel like he probably made the right decision for his career. True. But but at the same time, did he win the Oscar? He did not win that Oscar, no. <laughs> but like... <laughs> Leo Dio in this movie would have been incredible. Like It's true. I don't know. 90s Leo is is another level. It is true. Um but yeah, that's really that's I think really all I have. I don't know was there any is there anything else that that you that you think of that's like essential to this movie or that we that we haven't touched on yet any parts that are uh no that I can think of. There is a like a fun fact. Oh yeah, what do you got? Um there's a fountain towards like the beginning um in hocus pocus and it's actually the same fountain that they use in friends at during the theme song and at first people on the internet were like what do you mean how can they do that one is filmed in this area and one is filmed in this area and they were like folks no it was filmed on the studio lot at warner brothers (laughs) not the same thing right so yeah, huh, just fun interesting. Fact. Okay, speaking of the beginning of Shared this movie, fountain. speaking of the beginning, I didn't remember it at all. Really? <laughs> yeah, like the whole beginning, like in old Salem. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. All right. I just remember the kid with the book and the candle, and let's go. I wow. I did not remember the beginning at all this time. It's a good thing we watched it then. Yeah, I would have completely missed. I would have been like, oh, the cat can talk. Oh, that's weird. Okay, whatever. You wouldn't have even known how he became a cat. Nope. Wouldn't even remembered. And I've seen this movie like half a dozen times. It's not that many. No, it's not that. Compared to you, where it's family stable. No, I'm kidding. Uh-huh. Um, any, anything else? Anything we missed? I think <laughs> no, that's everything. I think that was it. Cool. So, yeah. So, Disney Plus has it. We didn't think it was going to be on there. I, I just wasn't sure because I hadn't seen it advertised. I thought that they would have, like, on the front page of um the disney plus i thought they would have had halloween stuff but you actually had to um open the search bar before they had um like a halloween section which is kind of kind of cool i know we'll probably end up watching more of those for sure yeah i just thought it would have 
front page. Yeah. Normally, normally they have like a what's trending or like their sections for what's trending um, right on the front page. So I was just. No, yeah, I agree. But it I was... have it on on Blu-ray, so it's not like it really matters. Oh, you got that the Blu-ray. Much, so that high def hocus pocus. You know, if it wasn't on there, it wouldn't have been the worst. Those thing. teeth in yeah, HD. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what it's all about. Can't miss it. Um, so yeah, you guys check it out if you've not seen it recently. Uh, or if you've never heard of it, which would probably be crazy, but if you've never heard of it, check it out. It's a good family-friendly Halloween movie. Kind of puts you in the Halloween spirit. I know that's something that I sometimes struggle with with any holiday season is like it can take me a while to be like, yeah, it's Halloween time or yeah, it's Christmas which time. Which sucks when it's only a month that you celebrate it. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, well, like right now too, like here in Southern California, it's been like 104 degrees all week. It doesn't really feel like fall. <laughs> Yeah. And then like in December it'll be like 85 and it's like okay, it's not really winter either. So it takes me a little while sometimes. And like this is a good movie to put on to like get in the Halloween spirit, but you can watch it with everybody. Exactly. So definitely recommend it if you have not seen it or if you just want to want to watch it again, it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, so spooky time. Spooky time. Thank you guys for listening. Uh you can find us Twitter and Instagram is just at @hefebrew. And uh, email us at the movie mailbag at gmail.com, which uh, let us know your favorite scary movies or horror movies or Halloween movies, uh, whatever you watch them, what you think we should watch. And, uh, and we will see you guys soon. Thank you.